Welcome to the Chosen Generation Podcast. This is your host, Adriana speaking, and I want to say thank you for tuning in. Follow me on Facebook at Adriana Powell. That's A-D-R-E-A-N-N-A-P-O-W-E-L-L. And follow me on Instagram at wavy underscore A-P. That's W-A-V-V-Y underscore A-P. All right, let's get into it. So we have a special guest here. Say hello, Anthony. Hello, everybody. All right, so I have some questions here, you know, that other people might be looking for the answers. Okay. So how do you overcome depression as a Christian? Wow, that's that's a powerful question because a lot of people think that facing depression is something that you may not face like after you give your life over to God. And that's totally not the case because it can it can really afflict anybody. So definitely being surrounded by people who are stronger than you in those areas and maybe someone who's been through depression. You can always look to other people for help. Yes, we definitely believe that we always pray and seek God with anything, but sometimes you just need the help of a brother or a sister or someone that you can trust in God or even seek professional help. Just anything that you can make it through and have someone to talk to. That's the biggest thing. Mm, That's good. I myself, I face depression. And just because I believe in God, it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. So... I think some people fail to realize that. So, like you said, surrounding yourself with someone that is, you know, stronger in that area will definitely help. But sometimes, you know, you have people that you surround yourself with, mm-hmm. but you you still feel down. Right. And sometimes you might feel like you don't want to be a burden to someone. So what would you say to that if somebody feels like a burden I would definitely say that it's something that you yourself, you're going to have to get past that because I understand how you can feel like you're a burden on someone, but God places certain people in your life and certain seasons in your life to help you. So if it's someone that he put there for that sole purpose, you're not going to be a burden to them. You're not going to be burdensome to them. Because they're there to help you. God has sent them there to help you. So you really just have to trust God. And even though you feel like a burden, you're not. Because they're there to help you. Hmm. Okay, I have a personal question. So what do you do when you feel like your purpose is crushing you? Wow. That's powerful. If I felt like my purpose was crushing me, I feel like it would be... Like, are you asking if it would be like holding me back or if if I'm not doing it to its fullest potential? Is that how you're saying it? No, not quite. Like, for instance, um, I feel like my purpose is to work with children. Okay. And, you know, every day I go to work and, I, you know, I love these kids. I do. But it sometimes it gets so hard and it feels like it's right. just crushing me, like, okay. spiritually emotionally you know just all of that and it gets kind of um tiresome yeah i I, okay i understand what you're saying now first i would definitely seek god first and make sure that that's your purpose and after that if you feel like god has put that call on your life to do that certain task or to do that certain thing 
I would go back to him and say, God, you made me to do this. I need you to equip me even the more to handle it. So if it's really your purpose, if you're really working in your purpose and your ministry and your space, God is going to give you what you need to make it through. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it's not going to be hard because every day is not going to be easy, but he's going to give you what you need to get through that. So definitely seeking him the more, seeking maybe even other people in that area, whatever that is, how do they handle it day to day or how do they make it through? Because the same thing that you're going through, someone else could be going through as well. That's true. And also what I want to say to that is, you know, when I ask God, like, is this my purpose? He might not answer me. Right. And it gets kind of like I feel some type of way. I'm going to just be honest. But, you know, and then when I ask my mom, she says, um, you know, it's just producing patience through you, you know, Mm. because, you know, that's definitely something I need. So. Since we're talking about purpose, let me ask you this. Say someone, you know, prophesied to you Mm -hmm. and said, um, you're supposed to be working with children. Right. What do you do, like, if you don't see yourself working with children? Okay, I understand what you're saying. I can relate that to a prophecy of anything, really, that maybe someone prophesied to you and you don't see yourself doing that. So maybe someone prophesied to you and said that you would preach or that you would lead praise and worship or that you have a ministry that you're not used to working in. And maybe you don't see yourself in that area, but the scripture says, believe in the prophet and you shall prosper. So definitely just reminding God what his word says and going to him in prayer and saying, well, God, I'm trusting in your word and I'm trusting in the man or woman servant God that you sent over me. So God equip me even the more for that. Even if you don't necessarily see yourself in it, start to pray and fast and try to seek some guidance. Like, God, if you want me to do this, how do you want me to start? Or who do I need to go to for guidance? Or who do I need to go to for help? So definitely, if that prophecy is for you, God is going to help you. And the job of the prophet or the calling of a prophet is to see things that we may not necessarily see. So God has given them that second set of eyes to look into the future and the spiritual realm and see things that we may not necessarily even be ready for at that time. Wow, that's good. And what I want to say is, you know, God will tell you something, but you have to take the steps. You know, he'll do the rest for you. You know, he'll connect you with the right people and stuff. You just got to do your part. All right. Basically walking blindly, you know. Yeah, (laughs) walking by faith, it'll do it. Yeah. So here's another question. Um, How do you give God all the glory with your talents? For instance, I'm a drummer and I sing. Well, attempt to sing, let me say that. (laughs) But, um... How do you, you know, give God the glory with those talents? Use it to upbuild his kingdom is definitely how I would reply to that question. So if God gave you the ability to play drums, play it in a way that glorifies him. So in a service that's glorifying him, or if he gave you the ability to sing or pray, do that for his people, the men and women of God. So those things that God has talented us to do or anointed us to do, We definitely want to do it 
in a way that gives him glory and not glorify ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's something easily that we can be caught up in like, oh, I'm playing the drum so well or oh, I'm singing so well. But it's not you that's doing it. It's the God that's in you that's allowing you to do it. So you definitely want to give all praise and all honor and all glory to him. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. How do you keep yourself humble? That's good. That that ties into that well. Keeping yourself humble, you have to be mindful not to get the big head is what I would say. Like, it's not you, like I said, that's doing it. It's God that's allowing you to do it. So everything that we do, we move, breathe, live, have our being in him. So it's to be humble. You just have to always look to God who's over you, who's the head of your life, that he allows you this space and time and opportunity to do these things to bring glory to his name. Okay. All right. Now, we're going to switch this topic because that was all about purpose and God okay. and all of this other stuff. So now let's get into like relationships and stuff. So, you know, in relationships, you'll you'll have these feelings and whatnot. Right. How do you deal with unwanted feelings like sexual desires right. that are, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that until you're married. So right. how do you deal with those things? That's something that you definitely would have to take day by day. So if you jump into... I'm not going to say jump into, but if you take your time even so and get into a relationship that you believe God is leading you and guiding you into, you're still going to have those fleshly desires. You're still going to have those temptations. But that's when you have to stay in God's word and surround yourself with like-minded people as well. So be connected with those people who have the same beliefs and that can help support you and lead you and guide you. Or even if it's calling on someone who's more seasoned or older couple who's already been through it, they can lead you, help lead you and guide you and tell you things that they did to make it through. So it's definitely trying at times, but if you just have a made up mind, at the end of the day, that's what it is. If you have a made up mind, that's what's gonna help you do it. So if your mind is not made up, it's gonna be way harder than it already is. Mm-hmm. So that's why I would definitely start having a made up mind that you want to live a life that's pleasing unto God, that you want to live holy and that you want to deny yourself. At the end of the day, that's what we're doing. We're denying ourselves to live a life that's pleasing unto God. Mm, that's good. So here's another question. How do you keep a godly relationship fresh as boyfriend and girlfriend? OK, so you have to tap into the things that each other like to do. So if it's something like, like you said, maybe music related, find something that you all can do that's centered around music. Or if the other person likes outdoor things, find something that you both can do outside. So you're not that you're putting yourself on the back burner, but you're also, you're just enjoying time with each other. So you, if you have a favorite thing and I have a favorite thing, let's try to mix that together so we can do something together and spend quality time. So that keeps things fresh. That keeps things exciting. And even finding more people that you can hang out with is something, too, that would keep things exciting. All right. Here's a question to you. How okay. how do you prepare yourself to be a husband? Fast and pray. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's something that you can't do yourself. It's something that's bigger than you. So, like, when you meet that person coming from the male perspective, when you know that you found the woman that God made for you, 
it's like you have a totally different desire to do better. Like you want to do that. You want to do the best you can to be the man that God is calling you to be, to be the head of the household, to be a good provider, to be someone that's stable and have stability. Like, but it's something that you definitely have to go to God about because it's you can't do it by yourself. You can't make all the ways that's going to have to be made. Mm-hmm. It's going to take God to do it. So definitely going to him and just asking him to help you. Like, even if it's something like educational wise, like help you get through school or help you go to work or help you just make ends meet, you're going to need God to do that. So that, to prepare yourself to be a husband you're definitely going to need God and you're going to need God's people. So like if you have a pastor or a deacon or someone in the church that's been a husband for a while, someone that can give you godly advice and that can point you in the right direction, you're going to need to be surrounded by those people as well. Mm. So if we direct that question to me, how to prepare myself to be a wife, you know, basically what you said, you know, fast and pray and definitely, you know, get focus on yourself. All those things, like your attitude, get that in check. Because, you know, don't nobody want to be with somebody that got a terrible <laughs> attitude. So definitely that. And, you know, keep your your focus on your relationship with God. Because God will, will reveal things that, you know, you need to work on. So right. as long as you stay focused on God, he'll show you what you need to work on. Yeah, and true. anything else, you know. All right. Seek God for wisdom and, you know, knowledge. That's true. So let's have a transparent moment with my listeners. Okay. As y'all don't know, Anthony is my honey <laughs> sugar. <laughs> that was a weird name. <laughs> but um, this is a transparent moment. So how would you say our relationship is going so far? I would definitely say that it's on track where it should be. We don't know everything. We can't do everything perfect. We have our days where where things seem like they may be harder harder than others. But I feel like we're on track to where God wants us to be. So just taking everything one day at a time and not putting a rush on things. Like one thing that I tell people that I love about us, like we didn't just hop into this relationship. It took some time from the time we met until the time we started dating. So we did some petitioning. We did some fasting together. We really sought God and his direction to make sure, like, this is what you want for our lives. Because we are at an age where we don't have no time to be wasted. (laughs) We don't have no time to be wasted. So definitely, we just made sure that we were in his will. So that's what I love about us. So um, our relationship... You know, as far as dating, it's almost eight months on the tenth. You my, know, my. <laughs> it seems like forever. But um, <laughs> in these seven months and some days, it seems like we've had our ups and downs. You know, yes. our um, days. Well, I don't know about you, but my days where I want to <laughs> knock you upside your head. <laughs> but um, you know, that's just a part of life. But we're yes. definitely growing together spiritually emotionally and you know just as a a individual i've definitely realized i have work to do to each his own (laughs) but um anyways let's have a transparent moment temptation 
let's let's talk about that because you know people struggle right it's there right but so far we've been doing pretty well i I gotta say i I give it to us we've been doing good yeah it was nobody but god nobody (laughs) but god so i'm glad that you know this relationship we're practicing abstinence and right we're keeping ourselves until marriage but and i want to add if i can that you have to have someone as a partner that respects your purity so if you're dating someone let's say that you wanted to be in a relationship where you practice abstinence and you wanted to wait until marriage but your boyfriend didn't it's gonna be 10 times harder right because he don't have the same mindset or he don't he's not like-minded in that area as you so you definitely how can two walk together except they agree is what the scripture says so definitely even before you get started you should make sure that you're on the same playing field with that person Mm -hmm. that y'all have the same goals or the same thing that you're working towards so don't be in it one-sided because it's just gonna make it 10 times harder on you and when the temptation is there you may or may not you might be weaker or it might weigh more more heavily on you so you definitely have to have someone that when you're having a weak moment that they can be strong or if they're having a weak moment you can be strong true so you have to really be on the same page and what i want to say to anybody that's listening you know if you're in a relationship and you know your partner wants you to compromise don't do it it's not even worth it don't do it because in in the long run you'll look back on that day like dang i really gave it up and it won't even you know worth it so definitely keep yourself or you know stay on the right track yes definitely i agree with that so as we end this podcast thank you for listening and um Stay tuned because, you know, God is definitely going to move on this podcast. Yes, he's fixing to do something big. Right. (laughs) So thank you guys for tuning in to my podcast. And I hope you, you know, got something from it. And I'll see you next time. Bye.